Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Classic Wolf Pack. This is your host, Robin Jackson. And today, we are having, once again, a Desert Patrol Stories Part 2. Because it's the night shift, it's dark, and I need you to be with me as a ride-along. So buckle your seatbelt, and let's get this show on the road. Classic. 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 Once again, Desert Patrols Part 2. So, like I was saying on this episode, I have a bunch of stories. The first one I would like to get into, because, I don't know, I've just been having some bad vibes lately. Um, driving around here and, you know, talking to people, but it's just been, you know, throwing me off my game, man. Like, for the last, like, at least two days, man, but I've just been praying and trying to get over it but i just been like i don't know how to explain it but you know like when you want when you're almost there to your goal there's something that is blocking you from that goal and that's what it's been really for these last two days man it's just that that feeling man especially like when i when i drive around here and i just get i just get in my head like i always say uh, dwell in my thoughts, but you know, I've just been praying a lot. Been praying about myself, my friends, um, and all the day that I'm here, that I can just go home safely, and and um, my friends make it home safely. And but it's just been really getting in my head. But it just started off to start this. But just to start this story off, I will see these shadows in my room. And I remember, like, my mom was getting concerned about these shadows or these shadow figures were in my room one time. And, like, I don't know, something was really happening to me back then. It was, like, it was was so weird. I can't really match the feeling or tell you or express it it the best way that I can. But I'm just going to take a shot at it. But it was really scary. It was a really scary feeling. And like just seeing those figures like when I was asleep one time. Like you know, you know when you feel something that is really close by you. And you know it's there, you know it's like it's bad, it's a bad feeling. Like something is there watching you or it's just above you and just, you know, it's just making you scared. And that's how I felt as a kid in my room. But my mom, yeah, she was concerned. And she called. Uh, I don't know if it was a. No, I don't think it was a medicine man. It was a person that was really spiritual and traditional. The traditional way. A healer. So he was like, can I look at your room? And he's like, I was like, yeah, go ahead, man. Alright So he goes into my room And he said Yeah there's something in here 
a black shadow in here. So I'm gonna go ahead and bless your room and we'll just go from there. So as he was blessing my room, and he said, just leave the door open, the front door open. So when he did that, it was just like when he was doing the prayers and speaking the words of wisdom and the words of prayer over my house, this figure just left my house. It was weird. It was a, it was a weird feeling. Because I just felt relieved. I didn't feel anxious. I didn't feel um, hurt. I didn't feel any depression at all. But it was... I can't really explain it. Like I said, man, it's, it's weird. And my... I remember my mom one time was telling me about this story when she used to stay at my grandma's house. And, you know, we always have our grandparents have those live in those haunted houses. <laughs> but, no, uh, my mom, she used to stay there with my older brother. And uh, she used to be in this room. There's one room where it was like, um, it was a little, it was like a, it was like a three bedroom house. So it was good for them and good for my mom. So it was like a, it was a three-bedroom house, my grandma's house, and my mom, like, she was going through things at the time, and one day, I guess, she explained to my grandma and my grandpa, they're all sitting at the table, and she was telling them that I've been hearing scratches at the window. So it's been going on for the last couple of days, and my grandpa was like, all right, so he goes outside and gets like soft dirt and puts it around this window that she was staying in, the room that she was staying in. And the next day, like she fell asleep and my brother and she started hearing those scratches again. And so the next morning she told my grandpa about it. And so my grandpa went out there and checked the house and sure enough, he calls my mom over and calls my grandma. He's like, you know, speaking in the, the native language, that there's two big old hoofs that were standing right by the window and that was making those noises. And those footprints led off into the desert to the graveyard because they live not too far from the graveyard here. <laughs> And that, that story always creeped me out because I remember my aunt stays in that room. And that, hair, that house is there no more, but I remember she was telling me that story one time too. And I, and I hear my, grand, my aunt's stories are so like crazy, like the experiences that she had. You know, messing around with like the Ouija board and you know, doing, like, you know, just talking about weird stuff like this. And, you know, for me, like I said, I don't really get scared. I just, I just get mad when I get scared. I don't know if that's a thing. No, I'm just kidding. But I don't really get scared about that stuff because I know where my head's at. But, yeah, man, like, my mom told me this one story, too, 
Because I was talking about, like, the other day, me and my a couple of my friends uh, went to go celebrate for my past friend that, uh, that passed away last year. And we just, you know, we didn't think that we were going to get that hammered, but we did. It was a good night. And shout out to uh, Joe Killer. But the story takes place like a long time ago, um, back before I was born. Uh, it was a little place called, everybody knows it around here, it was called Last Chance. So the story takes place with the person that witnessed this and told the story. And plus that, people that were there, they all witnessed it. Um, I guess this person came in there and he was dressed nice and a black, like a southern, like a, like a button-up shirt, cowboy hat, black pants. A trench coat and went in there and he was he was all the women when there were really like really checking him out and asking him to dance and he was dancing with all these women in there and I guess one of the ladies that was dancing with him happened to look at his feet I guess this person that was dancing had hoofs and that person was just laughing at them. And uh, everybody was trying to fight out, trying to fight everybody to get out the door. And that guy, or the, I would say the Jawad is native language, and Artan is the devil. Then he was saying there, standing there saying, like, Why are you guys leaving? I'm here to party with you guys. You guys don't want to drink with me? He was just laughing. And the people that were trying to fight out their way out the door. I mean, shit, I would too. I was like, get out of my way. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'd probably just stand there and be like, so you're the devil, huh? I'm not impressed. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> yeah, that story, like when she, my mom was telling me about, you know, seeing the hoofs at her window while my grandpa was explaining and like, it reminds me of that story to go along with that one. Of the Dancing Devil at Last Chance. I don't know if anybody remembers that or anybody ever told them that story that's local here. But that's what my mom was saying, too. And I always remember that this story. I used to work at Sam's Club. And I used to work the night shift. The grave shift, actually. Because I was a stalker for Sam's Club. And I used to go to uh, the Shell here at the gas station and get my snacks, get my drinks, my energy drinks for the night. And one day, I guess, one of the managers there pulled me aside. He's like, hey, man, uh, can I ask you a question uh, once you get done? I was like, yeah, I'll be over there. I don't know the manager's name there. But anyways, uh, he was like, do you ever hear any type of uh, paranormal stories around here? You know, I was like, oh, you're not from here? He's like, no, I mean, I mean, I've heard some, but I just want to know if they're true. I was like, well, man, whatever you heard around here, I would definitely say yes. Because, you know, I've heard a lot of stuff out here, living here for the last, you know, 33 years that I've been here and I hear a lot of stuff from people 
but he's like, well, dude, like, I gotta tell you, like, this officer came in, and he was, he was pitch, like, white, like, he's seen a ghost, and I was like, oh, shit, what happened, man, what did he say, he's like, I don't know, he just came up to me, and he asked me the same question of, you heard anything that's over there by Oberg Bridge, and I was like, oh, okay, Oberg Bridge, yeah, I'm very familiar with that, and he's like, well, what he said was, he asked that question, and I told him, like, yeah, there's stuff around here, but, you know, we don't really bother it, we, we just pray, and, and it goes away, and he's like, that bridge, I happened to see this person that was sitting on the ledge of Aubrey Bridge, on the, uh, on the south, or the on the north side of Aubrey Bridge. And I took out my flashlight. I was telling him to get down. I was doing my commands. And he just looked at me, but his eyes were, you know, his, there was something, I knew that there was something wrong. So this person jumps off the ledge and I guess he just, like he just feels like a, like an eagle. You know how an eagle swoops down? Like it comes back up, like it grabs something and goes up. That's how this person jumped off. I'm like, fuck, man, it might be a shapeshifter. I mean, damn, man, that's what it sounds like. He's like, yeah, man, like this crazy. I was like, he said he looked like an owl, like he just transformed himself into an owl or something. I was like, damn, man, owl, man. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I would say yes because. There's a lot of st- stuff here that I've heard, and one of those stories, yeah, it's one of them, man. Like, especially with the Oberg Bridge, I mean, I've heard so much stories over there, and I've heard some stories over here locally, because RRS goes by districts. There's District 1 to District 7, and I know that District 7 has the most paranormal stuff that I've heard so far. There's a abandoned church up there. That's over. The, that's yeah. There's a abandoned church up there, and none of the officers here doesn't like to go over there. But I'm gonna get this officer that I told this story on this podcast, and he'll tell you what happened. Cause I don't really know what happened. I mean, he. I mean, I've heard bits and pieces of it, but I think it's him to tell the story. Keep a keep an eye out for that. Because I remember my mom was telling me one time when she was going through her breakup with her ex and, you know, things were really trying to get to her as a uh, spiritual block, I would call it, that I was really getting to her. Like, uh, I, I was trying to make her, like, uh, to self, to, um, how would you say, to talk yourself out of it of her spiritual journey. And one time, I guess she was telling me that it was raining and I was by the overpass over here um, by the reservation, um, by, uh, it's called Casablanca Overpass. And she remembers that this person was sitting up on the guardrail. And this person was like really like dark, like you can't see his face. He had a cowboy hat on, a black button-up shirt, and he was just all dressed in black. 
but how he was sitting on the guardrail. Have you ever seen that movie Prophecy? Because when she was watching it one time, I remember she was saying that that's how that person was sitting. I was like, huh. Damn. I was like, I don't know, man. I wouldn't. And then she was like driving off and uh, she could just see that guy in the view mirror looking at her through her view mirror. Fuck, man. If I saw that here, I'd run his ass over. Just kidding. But, no, if I really did see something like that here, um, I probably wouldn't, like, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't bother it. I mean, what for? I mean, it's just there chilling. You do you, I do money, you know? I don't want to do that. I don't want to, like, mess with it or talk to it. I mean, that's what I've been raised to do is not, you know, talk to stuff like that. Because it's just going to mess with you. It's just going to follow you to your house. And give you like. Not bad vibes. Bad medicine. That's what I say. Bad medicine man. I mean I've heard people that. Try to intimidate it. Or just talk to it bad. Like you know. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Show yourself fucker. Stuff like that. I've heard that before. And what happens? That spirit follows them home. And then later on, they had to call a spiritual person to come to the house to bless it. Which they should have never done that. (laughs) But yeah, I just leave, leave it alone. Because if it's not bothering me, then I just tell it. I talk to it and say, hey, like. Just doing my business. So you do you, I do me. And then that spirit's like, oh, okay. Walks off. It's like, all right, cool. I'm free. <laughs> but guys, man, I just wanna I just wanna say, man, thank you guys for all your support. Thank you guys for listening, listening to my stories and listening to my podcast. It's really been a long journey on the 11th episode, man. I mean, I'm glad and proud that I made it this far. So there's a lot of show and there's a lot of potential in this show that I'm going to give to you guys. There's a lot of big plans with this show and that's in the future. So I'm just letting you guys know. But much love, man. Much love. For you guys to stay safe because I'm going to wrap this up. And one thing too, go follow me on my social media. Class of Wolf Podcast on my Instagram and Facebook. Class of Wolf Podcast. And if you want to uh, follow me on my personal, it's Robin Jackson on Facebook and Nightwing Rob on Instagram. That is N-I-G-H-T-W-I-N-G-R-O-B-B. Yep. Nightwing Rob on my Instagram. Or, no, I was kidding. But yeah, much love to you guys. And keep a lookout for Desert Patrols Part 3.
Much love, everybody. God bless and support your friends.